Hey, broken salespeople. So today we are going to talk about lead ver lead versus lag measures, KPIs, and Potemkin villages. That's on this episode of the Broken Salespeople podcast. Hey, broken salespeople. Uh, Welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Stastrom, and today we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So if you're paying attention and you've been following for a while, you've seen some updates on the way we shoot the videos, on the set overall, on the lighting, on a handful of other things. You notice the banner in the corner, the banner at the bottom. Um, I paid to make some upgrades. Now, these weren't very expensive upgrades by any stretch. Um, first, I am using StreamYard to record this video. Um, that way I can have the banners, um, just really inexpensive tech, and it gives me a lot of options when I do podcasts with guests on it. Um, gives me quite a few different ways I can go about doing this. So that's a $25 a month investment. If you are doing uh, webinars, live broadcast, if you are doing things along those lines, I highly recommend StreamYard. I'm not getting paid by them. I don't even have a free version of it. It's just something that I'm using and have been getting a lot of mileage out of. The second thing I want to bring up is I've got a new camera. Um, not an expensive one by any means. I was able to find this one for 55 bucks on Amazon. It's the Logitech 930. Um, recommend it. Makes me a lot less fuzzy. Um, for somebody who's giant and bearded, you can laugh at that all you want, but it is a much crisper image. Again, you do not need these tools. You could record on your cell phone. Most of the modern cell phones have high def cameras as it is. This is just a recommendation if you decide to go this way. So today I want to talk about lead lag measures. I want to talk about Potemkin villages, and I want to talk about making sure that if you're a sales manager, you're tracking the right things. So lead versus lag measure comes from a book called The Four Disciplines of Execution. Um, at least that's the book I came across it on. And the idea is you want to create something that your individual people can control. And from there, the more they do that one activity, the more it creates blank. The more often you work out, the more calories you burn, the more weight you lose. Uh, in the old school setting, the more phone calls you make, the more sales you get. Yes, it still works. I've had that argument in a few places. It's just not as effective as it used to be. The problem with many lead versus lag measures is they aren't always easy to track. Um, let's look at a retail environment. Um, let's say you go to Best Buy or the grocery store or wherever else. What those companies want to do is give their sell their credit cards. Um, Best Buy, TJ Maxx, Macy's, all of these major retail consumers, they have credit cards. And the goal is as you're checking out, hey, I, you can save an extra 5% if you use your blank card. The lead measure is how many times customers are pitched to use that card. And the lag measure is how many people actually get that card. Um, a close friend of mine is the head of a Bass Pro Shop uh, for their credit department. That helps a lot. <laughs> um, he knows the more people he talks to, the more customers uh, that he is able to bring up 
getting a credit card to the more people he eventually gets. The problem is there's not necessarily a mechanism to record how many times a cashier says, are you going to use your Cabela's card? Are you going to use your Bass Pro Shop card today? Um, unless you're recording every interaction between um, the people at the cash register and the customers, you're not, you don't have that information. So you may have to rely on self-reporting in order to get that lead measure and figure out that number very well. Here's where the issue arises, and here's where Potemkin Villages are. If you haven't heard of a Potemkin Village, you could be excused. It's not something I heard of until just a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, it's generally talked about in economic circles, in military circles, in foreign policy circles. The average salesperson probably hasn't heard of Potemkin Village before. Grigory Potemkin, it was a lover, for lack of a better term, of Catherine the Great, uh, Catherine II of Russia. And he wanted to impress her. So when she gave him the job of building up Crimea, he wanted to make sure he impressed her, but he didn't really have the results to show her. So the way the story goes, and this is not a true story, but the story is kind of too good not to ignore. He created a set of fake villages along the banks of a river, uh, basically stage like stagecraft, things you'll see at a Broadway show, just facades of buildings, of campfires, of people. Um, and he built them along this river in Crimea. And what he did was he loaded Catherine the Great on with the boat with her, and they had a lovely riverboat uh, cruise. And he said, well, there's that village. There is... That one here, I, that one's been progressing really well, and he started to make up these stories as he went down the river. All along, the 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 buildings were never true; they they were fake buildings. They were two dimensional, um, and he would also have people take the villages from the beginning of the river and move them upriver. So we didn't even have to make fake villages along the whole river. He just had four or five sets that he moved down the river as they cruised down. Again, this story has been disproven a number of times, but it's too good of a story to ignore. So what? why do I bring up a Potemkin village? Because it's easy to fake a lot of the KPIs that uh, many sales organizations are using. Um, you could fake outgoing phone calls. You could call your own cell phone a half dozen times. And if all you're doing is looking up the software and seeing how many outgoing phone calls there were, you're kind of screwed. Um, you can spoof emails where you just send emails that just say, got it, and, and that's it. Um, things with no real substance to it. All of those things, there are ways you could create that fake KPI. If they know that you are just looking at that one KPI, they're making it, you're making it easy for them to fake it, to build that Potemkin village. So what do you do instead? You create something that you could follow that you know what the results are. I am a big, big fan of social media networking. And right now on pretty much any platform, the best way to grow a, a network 
is through commenting. It's not even necessarily through creating posts. It's through commenting. If you have them do 20 comments a day on other people's posts, posts who are your ideal kind of customers, that will be a big help. And you'll start seeing those sales come in because of the way they do it. Now, you may not have a metric to see that they did exactly 25, but you'll be able to keep an eye on their follower count. You'll be able to, and you can do that pretty much for free. Um, you can see when the sales start to come in. For years, phone calls were one of the best ways um, because the more outgoing phone calls, the more likely you are to get a sale. The problem is phone calls don't work the way they used to for reasons I've covered a number of times. One of the major issues is um, iOS 13. For those of you guys who don't know, um, iOS 13 kept came out in September, and it gave a settings option when you upgrade your phone, where any phone call that comes in, any incoming phone call, could be sent directly to voicemail if they are not saved in your contacts. So if my father's home phone number is not saved in the contacts record of my phone, I don't even get that phone call. Even though I recognize that number, I've known it for 30 years. It's not a number that registers and it just gets sent him directly to my voicemail if I have that setting selected. Now, if you are in a sales space that's relying on making these phone calls, think about how that affects you. Think about how many phone calls don't actually go anywhere out of a hundred phone calls, how many conversations do you think actually occur? And of those conversations, how many do you think turn to appointments? Um, it, it's pretty low. Um, and I did a breakdown of cold calling statistics in the past. Um, highly suggest you look that one up. Um, make sure whatever you are doing, whatever method you are trying to create to track your sales, to predict your sales, that you're doing it in a way that it's actually going to lead to what you want and that it's something that creates that feeling where you're empowering your salespeople to actually follow through and do it all the time. Um, I promise you it, it will work out for the best. Um, don't put things in place. Don't Put yourself on the boat to see these Potemkin villages roll by. Make sure you're actually seeing real results. Go on the road and look at things three-dimensionally whenever possible. So that's the episode. Please make sure to subscribe, to review. All of that really helps the channel. I'm also coming out very soon. Uh, part of these upgrades are to record uh, my sales training for introverts course. Um, that's going to be major, about three to four hours of content to help introverts get better at sales. Make sure you're subscribed and you stay tuned so that you can catch that. As soon as it comes out, it'll be less than a hundred bucks. Uh, don't know the exact price yet, depending on how much content is in there, but will be less than $100. Um, until next time, please go fix yourself.